welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew, number 199. Wayne Gretzky plus plus one. Uh, if you didn't check out the last episode, 198, where we actually debuted the, the new song and all that, you checked it out in this one, of course, too. Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash school CEO. Uh, that was where we did the, the little fictional CPS CEO job description wanted ad. So that was, that was a fun one. But yeah, the new song, I'm loving it. Getting some good feedback from you guys, so I appreciate that. But this is the podcast where we have a couple of drinks and we happen to be teachers and that's okay. So if you're driving to work right now, obviously you're not drinking, but depending on when you're listening, uh, maybe you're having a drink with me. The biggest thing though is that you spread the word to other teachers to get the word out there because this is a teacher podcast. So we might as well all be on the same boat. And uh, you can, of course, Send in any teacher confessions, comment heroes of the week, student frustrations, things that you're looking forward to, whatever it may be, to at Classroom Brew on social media, that's Instagram and Twitter, or email me, classroombrew at gmail.com. Now, the, the interesting thing that I'm going to start doing now, so we have come up with a new song. We know that the listeners of Classroom Brew are going to be the marshmallows, because we're all burnt the fuck out. <laughs> we're all burnt out. And uh, we're going to decide to the new space that I've been using more and more now that we solved a few issues with uh, some sound interference. Uh, I'm going to call the, it used to be called the Nook Studio, but now I'm going to call it the Teacher's Closet because in a huge callback to an earlier episode, there was uh, at one point a student or two that claimed or thought that teachers truly lived and stayed in their room even after they were done for the day teaching uh as if we were we folded up like robots and went into a little storage closet because we're only here to teach and we have no life so so we're going to call this the teacher's closet officially where the studio is right now and until otherwise i mean maybe i'll do something in the living room who knows uh the teacher's closet it will be so marshmallows welcome to the teacher closet (laughs) the teacher closet studio Seems like a great opportunity, by the way, to jump right in to our teacher confessions. Confession number one. I brought donuts for the kids. I got a dozen because I only have so many kids that show up for the day in person because we're doing hybrid. And uh, most of my kids didn't show up. Shocker. I ate most of the dozen donuts. Confession number two. I'll be taking a sick day, one Friday, sometime soon. Sound like Rush Limbaugh. I don't know when, I don't know where, but something bad is going to happen. You told us to practice self-care, just like you told us to do remote learning in the spring of 2020. Isn't that you just telling us to, to improvise? But hey, who's to blame here, buds? I'm taking the sick day, and I'm not sick. Confession number three and subsequently, our last confession, the teacher's sick day. There's only certain days that we get to roll over, so you've kind of really forced my hand here. Going to talk to us about self-care, but then not really give us an outlet to practice self-care and really give us more reports to do, so it is what it is. All right, confession number three. Dear former coworker, when I said I had a meeting, this might have been two or three years ago, because I had to end the conversation early, halitosis. Read about it. There was no meeting. I'm sorry to be the one to have to tell you. Thank you. 
All right. Now, full disclosure, for this week, we are I'm going to be out of town by the time episode 200 comes out. So I'm going to be doing a back-to-back recording. For this one, I've got another Ace Cider. It's a pear cider. And they apparently have like watermelon, which I'm not going to try. But uh, it's nice. It's very smooth. Admittedly, that's what I've been, I've been drinking for quite a few of them. Either like a rum and soda or an Ace Cider or a mango, a mango seltzer from Arizona because everybody's making liquor now. So whatever you're drinking, I recommend it, the, the Ace Cider. Uh, if you want to get the uh, exclusive content and the podcast merch, which includes the koozie that I'm holding right now and the coaster that's sitting across from me and the shot glass that I used before the episode, uh, that's patreon.com slash classroombrew. For our current patrons, I really appreciate you guys. It, it's so awesome that you support the podcast. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, you will hear their names at the end of this episode for the Patreon dedication song. So if you'd like to be a part of that, get your name in the lyrics and a little bit about you, then go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. This seems like a great opportunity for us right now to get to this week's Comment Hero of the Week. Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Susan Condon. Susan Condon, it's Condon, not Condom. That's actually pretty decent, right? Our comment hero for this week, this was an article from WBEZ. Basically, it was an article talking about police brutality in the city of Chicago. Shout out Chicago. (laughs) And how teachers in the city of Chicago are teaching about police brutality, which is unfortunately very common. The answer is, and, and... Personally, I teach the reparations curriculum, which is about the, the John Burge torture scandal. I've talked about that in the past and other episodes and Daryl Cannon coming to the school. Anyways, there's an article talking about how, and not a lot of people know about reparations, even though it's been around for a while in Chicago public schools. But uh, Susan Condon just asked for clarity, being like, well, were the police also consulted when talking about this curriculum? Is this like a full-blown effort between some schools have the police in their building. So are they actually involved in this process? And initially I was thinking, oops, Susan Condon, not Condom, might be doing some sort of like Blue Lives Matter, meaning nobody else is kind of, I was concerned. But really, Susan Condon is the genuine, this is not the asshole version of the comment hero because she asked her clarity. Somebody who responded to her gave her the whole, like, yes, the the police were consulted for this and they're a part of it. And a lot of times in schools, they're looped in. And Susan Condon, our, our our true hero for this week, she ended the whole interaction by saying, thank you for clarifying. So everyone, give, give Susan Condon, give her a round of applause because it's not every day that a comment goes, a comment person goes well. You know what I mean? The interactions always turn ugly. They turn way too political, way too fast. And granted, a lot of things are political, as I get it. But uh, it went well. So people, this is how you handle it. If you have a potential deferring opinion, or if you're a teacher and, and you're, you have a situation with a student, sometimes it just helps to ask for clarification or just keep it in the form of a question to avoid problem. Thank you.
let's jump let's jump right in because again we podcast marathon for me for you guys you'll hear 200 next week but uh for me it's going to be back to back so we're going to get wasted for this one but let's jump right in to our teacher frustrations All right, our first frustration. This one, these two are going to be from me. So these are not anonymous. This is obviously me for this one. Now, this one, there's a particular coworker that really just rubs me the, wa- the wrong way. You know, in terms of this person doing their job, sometimes they just fuck. Then they have the audacity to. And therefore, I can't get behind it. I'm so frustrated with this person. I don't even know if I can use most of it. I guess we'll see in post-production. But man, this person. Our second teacher frustration. I had a student that I was trying to help one-on-one in a breakout room. Uh, well, really, it was supposed to be two students and one, but the, you know, the other student is asleep, never there really. And I was helping her with some stuff and we were going over some reading comprehension related things and strategies and giving her time to talk. Anyways, at a certain point, this is a student that's been very disengaged the entire semester. Not so much first semester, but second semester, pretty, pretty disengaged. So a little disconcerting, but context has been difficult. Anyways, I hear in the background the parent, and I recognize the parent's voice. And I was thinking, oh, hey, mom, I know you, in the back of my head. Not my mom, of course, this is the student's mom. And the parent proceeds to say, what are you doing right now? When their kid is doing school at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Did you not know school was happening? That it existed? <laughs> what do you think she's supposed to be doing right now? Is this why nothing has helped? Is this, why, is this why you don't answer my calls? Is that why you don't realize school's still in session? At this point, it was in the month of May. Even the suburban schools are still in school in May. You didn't know your kid was supposed to be in school? I saw a, a business, not going to shout it out, but they had a sign saying you can work while you're in school. Fuck you. <laughs> this is why I'm in the back pocket of so many McDonald's and, Mc- and Burger King workers and they're not paying attention to the lesson and not getting the standards and working on their skills because they're making minimum wage because certain employers are trying to capitalize on, you feel like you're not doing anything in school this year because it's pointless and it's remote and most kids are checked out and the, pay- and the teachers have to pass you anyway. How about you come work for us here at Shake Shack? That kind of shit. That's what we're dealing with. Parents that have no clue they're supposed to be in school, that they've been in school this entire time, and that school's the thing they have to do something in. And then they're confused why their kid is failing and acting like, oh, I didn't know they were failing. I didn't realize they weren't doing anything while they were playing PlayStation all day or while they were working at McDonald's all day. And then at the end of the day, we're going to be the bad guys forced to pass them anyway. And granted, empathetic grading, all that stuff, I'm, you know, I'm, it's gray area right here. But seems a little bit dangerous for the future of these kids. And that's why it's my number one frustration. So parents that are not in the know of the most obvious thing in the world, your child should be in school, and also employers that are capitalizing on the free, not free, cheap labor that a teenager can produce. Because they'll, they'll, $12 an hour, $10, $9 an hour, great, sign them up. That sounds great to them. That would have been great for me when, when I was in high school. So they're capitalizing on that, knowing, eh, they're going to pass anyway. Might as well get them a quick eight-hour shift during the school day. 
<sighs> anyway. Speaking of blood pressure, let's get to our weird student questions for this week. As you know, there is definitely no such thing as a stupid question, especially when you're a classroom teacher teaching students. That said, there are, on quite a few occasions, some very weird student questions. All right. So again, the nice little segue there. At Tara Gale writes, and by the way, if you, if you have a weird student question, you can submit these to uh, at Classroom Brew on social media or email me classroombrew.gmail.com. Anyways, at Tara Gale writes, this is a student that asked this question, did you know I can raise and lower my blood temperature at will? <laughs> Which seems like a great skill to have in the age of COVID and the whole screeners where even the adults that are taking my temperature are like, yeah, 87 degrees, you're good. Yeah, 64, yeah, you're good to go. You're not hypothermic, you're not dead right now, but it's below 100, so you're fine. So yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, what, a, what a cool thing. I don't know what the age group, uh, so uh, if you want to let me know, I'm not sure. I'll have to check too. I don't have it in front of me right now. I'm doing a lot of this episode from memory for what I wanted to do with my segments, but uh, Tara, if you want to reach out your, your grade level, uh, it, it could vary. It, it seems something that my kids would say too, to be honest with you. My high school kids might say that. It could be elementary kids or middle school kids. Who knows? They could be college students. Who knows? At this point, maybe they can. Let's just give it to them. I don't even know. At Lish Cromwell writes, hey Lish, why can't I Hulk smash things? A student actually asked that, and she actually sent me a, a follow-up for this. And for, for context, Lish has been catching up on the MCU. So this is all very, she could probably answer you know, that question, like knows very much about it. And uh, she, she writes as a, as a follow-up, in relation to the Hulk smash question, we had fortune cookies with our lunch the other day. One of my gems, one of my gems, I like that, that's cute, called me over to his table and said he knew how to open them. He put it on the table, still in its wrapper, and Hulk smashed it. I was like, are you kidding me? We don't Hulk smash things at lunch. Go pick it up. His obvious response, why can't we Hulk smash things? And you know, it is what it is at this point, right? So, I don't know. Let's just Hulk smash this year and end it soon. I know by the time this episode comes out, we will be done with it pretty soon. So, Mercy Kill, is it is coming soon. So, hope you guys are doing well, though. And uh, hopefully you had a nice little drink along or whatever it may be. It's a short one for this one because I've got a real quick back-to-back record episode number 200, which is a number that I never thought we would make it to, because when you start a podcast, you're like, eh, let's see where it goes, you know? And uh, here we are with a, a separate studio, podcast merch and Patreon supporters and all of that. But if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash classroom brew. There's also some perks for you in terms of content and podcast merch, obviously. And you can even get your name and a little bit of information about you, whatever you're comfortable with, of course, in the, uh, the Patreon dedication song. So, a uh, big shout out to our current patrons. Again, you will hear their names at the end of the episode and a little bit about them uh, in that lovely, soulful dedication song. And uh, yeah, hopefully if you're done with the school year, uh, I hate you a little bit because I'm very jealous. <laughs> Kidding, love you guys. But um, yeah, if you're still in the school year like I am, and I will be until like the end of June, basically, and the next school year starts early, so that's gonna be very painful. Uh, stay strong. Let me know if you have any, any other uh, teacher frustrations or, or questions or what's it called? Weird student questions. There we go. And uh, yeah, stay strong. And until next week, class dismissed.
Cast room crew on Patreon. Koozies and coasters, shot glasses, bonus content, and voting power. Mitch Cromwell from Minnesota has a thousand classrooms. Shit is crazy, but that's Minnesota. Leo Sanchez got a lot of land. He's been on the pod. It was really grand. He's teaching in person during COVID. Sabrina Bachman from Ohio. Teaches French class, but I don't remember French. Sorry for my teacher who taught me French. You were really cool, but that was years ago. This dude beat cancer, getting real strong. He posted on the gram, he's a real bad ass. James Biner, James Biner. That's fucking right, James Biner. Sandy Montoya from California. Lazy Teacher Podcast, that's a bad look. Definitely not lazy. Big time podcast fan. Melinda Bradley. Melinda Bradley. She's from Florida. More PPE for her staff photo. That's Melinda, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley. Classroom crew, check it out on Patreon.com. <laughs>